Good morning, Tyler. We are back for another industry update this morning. This time we are chatting Hyundai and Apple. So news broke recently that Apple was eyeing the release of an Apple-branded autonomous vehicle. Uh, It's something that we've actually done some reporting on here on the site. I encourage you to go check out our previous interviews and conversations on that. But now this news is feeling a bit more material. It was kind of up in the air, sounded like, you know, oh, an exciting idea they've announced. But some reporting out of both Fox Business and Tech HQ point to the potential for uh, this vehicle to be realized maybe sooner than we expected. So here is some of the key context. Hyundai Motor Group, which has also been expanding its footprint with electric vehicles, is apparently close to announcing a deal with Apple to manufacture and release their autonomous vehicle. The news shot Hyundai stock up about 25% this week. And uh, some more specific reporting out of both Korea Economic TV and Korea IT News seemed to point to the deal becoming a reality in the next several years. Apple had previously said it would like the vehicle to hit the market by 2024, and reports say that the two companies plan to co-develop and manufacture a self-driving electric Apple car along with the batteries to power it by 2027. However, nothing has been made official yet. Regulatory filings only say that Hyundai has, quote, received requests for potential cooperation from various companies developing autonomous EVs, end quote. Hyundai has been working to expand its EV footprint for years now with a lineup of 10 electric vehicles set to hit the market by uh, 2022. And Hyundai's whole goal has been to get an EV to market that's cheapest and easiest to turn into a mainstream option for consumers. Hyundai, within the vehicle market, is also known for its partnerships, potentially making it an attractive partner for Apple due to its legacy experience. They work with companies like Baidu, NVIDIA, RIMAX, Grab, Ola, and they're partnering on everything from autonomous vehicle solutions to electric vehicles to mobility services. Hyundai is also a key company in Asian markets, which is a major market for growth over the next several decades. And a major portion of Apple's supply chain is already outsourced to Asia, from Taiwan to China to India. So at a supply chain level, the partnership might make sense because of those connections. Apple has been working on a potential EV product since actually 2014. They were using the codename Project Titan until recently, but obviously it hasn't materialized until now. So here's what Bloomberg News reporter Kyung Hee Park had to say on the potential partnership and outlook for the Apple autonomous vehicle around the corner. They've done some uh, reporting on this previously and had talks with Apple and Hyundai uh, executives. So uh, she gives a nice detailed um Uh, summary here, and then we'll get into our quick takes. Well, um, Apple has told us that, um, you know, any product they might come out with on the autonomous side would be probably in the next uh, uh, seven to eight years from now, probably. Um, And Hyundai is right now working with uh, a U.S. company active um, to put out probably their first robo uh, taxi next year. So um, companies are in various stages of development on on this um, at the moment. But, uh, you know, obviously this is something that, you know, no one company can do alone. So obviously there's a lot of collaboration going on between um, automakers and uh, some of the tech companies that we know. So, you know, it wouldn't be surprising if there's any sort of further collaborations that could come out from this. 
All right, Tyler. So here are my quick takes. Uh, I have several, I guess, main questions that this whole partnership brings up and would love uh, some thoughts on any that uh, you want to expand on. But basically at a high level, um, you know, I think if we look at how electric vehicle operations that already exist, um, you know, have set up their business model. If we look at Tesla, for example, they don't m- really make considerable money off of their market share, which is very small, nor off of the vehicles themselves. Most of what keeps Tesla afloat right now is its government subsidies. So if Apple hopes to make this car a money machine, uh, unless they've got some you know, broader funding, it seems unlikely that this is going to be you know, a major source of profit for them. And just at a general level, uh, vehicle manufacturing runs at very thin margins. So I see this more as a play from Apple to expand its footprint and continue to build itself as a lifestyle brand and more than just a set of tools, right? Apple everything is a lifestyle that many consumers flock to. They want their Apple Watch, the phone, the computer, the you know integrated home device, et cetera, et cetera. Now them expanding to a vehicle, I feel like continues to uh, place them as a lifestyle brand, not necessarily just, oh, they have the best tech, right? So I wonder how Apple's going to handle the technology side of things uh, you know, with this broader partnership. But here are the main questions that this has me uh, asking myself. First one being, is Apple Store... Uh, infrastructure going to be used to sell their cars? Will they use their existing retail uh, stores that are brick and mortars to sell the Apple lifestyle brand, including the car? It seems like, you know, an opportunity to do so. They might even be able to get a car on the floor. Imagine that you go to buy your phone and there's also an Apple car that you can take a peek at and walk out with, you know, a fresh lease. I feel like that is something that uh, they will be training their retail employees to push. It's going to be, you know, a, um, uh, part of the sale. Uh, But also selling a car is not the same as selling a phone. So my next question is, are there enough buyers for something like this? Uh, Electric vehicles and autonomous vehicles have a minuscule share of the broader consumer vehicle market. So will Apple's name recognition be enough, especially if this is a premium price point product, as much of their products are? You know, no one associates Apple with being the affordable option. They are the, uh, you know, VIP option. You pay for the lifestyle. Um, you know, a car is a heavier investment than a leased phone. So I don't know that people walking in to buy a phone are going to be upsold on a car too. It's going to take some strategy there for sure. The next question is, uh, will these partnerships be difficult to maintain as Apple tries to own the space? Apple seems to eye its markets for complete domination. Now, they don't enter just to play. They enter to set the standard. And we see that often their consumer products set the standard. AirPods come out. Now suddenly everyone wants to release something that looks like an AirPod. The iPhone's features come out, whatever, and now everyone wants to, uh, you know, match them or have something similar. Um, They seem to set the standard right now. I think we can argue how much influence do they still have, especially as Android and Google phones and consumer products improve and, uh, you know, start to outplay Apple on things like their camera quality, right? That's a whole separate conversation. But I still think it's important to think about Apple's um, typical business model and how they present their products and how they bank on their products hitting the market. Um, 
especially if we look at how they've already integrated into the vehicle landscape, Apple CarPlay is a staple in most standard consumer vehicles. So will they seek to maintain those manufacturer relationships or are, you know, the other manufacturers now going to become competition and see Apple entering the space as a declaration of war? You know, why should we put Apple CarPlay in our car if you are trying to outplay us with your own vehicle? We're just not going to put it in the car anymore. If you're going to make your bet into a proprietary vehicle, well, let's hope, you know, your chips are in the right basket, basically. Uh, You know, I could see that being the back and forth in the industry. So those are the questions I ask myself and I think are most important to keep in mind as we look at this partnership uh, developing. Um, Yeah, I just I wonder how it's going to play out. Tyler, do any of those questions resonate with you? Anything you want to add there? Yeah, I, I think that the questions you raised are the right questions, and uh, there is a lot of uh, of unknown kind of as we explore what Apple might do in this potential partnership with with Hyundai. I, I think the the thing that stands out to me is that anytime we talk about electric vehicles, we talk about the need for there to be a wider and uh, more comprehensive ecosystem around making them successful, right? So, sure. uh, where can where can you recharge? Um, you know how. Uh, how accessible are, are these going to be? You know, there's a gas station uh, everywhere you look, you know, especially if you are in Texas like we are and everybody has to drive everywhere to get <laughs> in. Right. right. So, uh, the infrastructure is currently set up for, you know, vehicles that, that run on gasoline and, and not electric vehicles. And so if there's one thing that Apple excels in, it is building that ecosystem, right? Like you mentioned, everybody wants to have all Apple everything or plenty of people do, right? And so that was kind of where they first kind of put their stamp was, hey, you can have an iPod, but the beauty is that the iPod integrates with your iTunes and, you know, these sorts of things, and you can sync them between each other. And then iCloud. So now I can have the same things on my iPad, my, you know, MacBook Pro, my iPhone, all these sorts of things. So they build ecosystems. So you wonder if they can come in and help fill that infrastructure gap in an interesting way that helps kind of complete the ecosystem necessary for electric vehicles to find success because that's what Apple does really well. And so that's what I wonder if that's kind of what their goal is, but that's not an easily attainable thing. So uh, again, I think that there is uh, a lot that we can uh, wait and see on as we, as we always say, because these are always developing stories and we're, we're kind of just trying to guess at what Apple might be trying to do and what their end game is here. But for me, I, I look at the broader ecosystem and what's needed to kind of fill out the infrastructure world for uh, electric vehicles and think that that might be the place that Apple tries to play in. Right. And you bring up a great point there because uh, you would think that developing that infrastructure would be something that the whole industry would, uh, you know, want done. Right. And I think getting that achieved at scale, uh, especially if the goal is to, uh, you know, get diesel and general gas cars off of the roads and replace them all with EVs, we're going to need a complete overhaul of our energy infrastructure to do so. And every manufacturer that wants an EV to market is going to probably want that change. But Apple doesn't really like to play the collaborative game. All of their technologies, all of their IP is very private. Um, it's uh, you know often, like you said, launched where it only works with its products. It likes to build its infrastructure of headphones, chargers, um, you know, uh, main devices, and IoT connections, et cetera, et cetera. So 
if they launch a car to market, are they going to try to build that same proprietary infrastructure? Can they, you know, is that even feasible to build enough charging stations for, uh, for them to push this vehicle at scale and also expect people to be able to actually use it at scale? Yeah, I think those are really important questions. So we'll have to see if, uh, you know, their desire to be number one maybe ends up, uh, you know, stifling their ability to hit the market at scale like they imagine. 